This one should be a good one. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Where's my video? Oh. Hello. Oh, hey. <laughs> it was good. Hi, what, did you not expect me to just pop up like this or something? <laughs> well, yeah, it's all good. Oh, hey. It's all good. It's all good. You're good. What's going on? <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Ellie, you're recording, yeah? Yeah, I'm recording, yeah. Okay. So here with the the um, very talented and uh, wonderful Luella. Uh, I think you, I was in contact with Laura um, over email. Yeah, that's my agent. Yeah, yeah, Laura, Laura. So I'm Ellie, um, this is Shagan. Um, Ellie and Shagan, thank you both of yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. No worries, no worries. Ellie with one L, so because I'm, I'm from Congo. Ellie with one L. Yeah, it's one L, not two. So in in the French language, it's actually Elijah. That's the translation. Oh, oh, so it's like Eli. Yeah, in, in English, in English. Oh, so you're French? I'm not French, but uh, uh, my country in Congo they speak French. So some okay. people just. But you're Congolese. Yes, I am. Yeah. All right. And this All is right. Mr. Mr. Niger. Yeah. I'm from Nigeria. Fully. Yeah. All right. Fully. 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 Nice. Yeah. My granddad's Nigerian. Okay. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, thank you for coming on. Thank you for the pleasure. No problem. But yeah, let's get straight into it. Cool. So today, wow, we have got the amazing, very talented, creative content creator, presenter, journalist. Host, hmm, we like actually. <laughs> Am I missing out anything else? Sneakhead, sneakhead. That's I've cool. been yeah. told, and I've seen as cool. well. Yeah. Joella, welcome on. Thank you. I like that introduction. That made me feel all shy. Like, eh. <laughs> 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 yeah. So yeah. Yeah, this is unscripted. Um, unscripted, unscripted podcast and kind of hence the title itself, um, the topics we cover and us generally, um, we don't follow the rules um, and it's a platform that's, that, that we created to kind of speak about um, topics and matters that aren't really covered in uh, not just other podcasts, but other you know, forms of media that are actually relatable to people. So um, from things you know, to do with family, uh, mental health, um, fashion, as we're going to be talking about today. Um, so we cover like a range of topics. Obviously, we add the fun element and all that stuff in. But we kind of realize as well that even in, you know, when we look at life itself, especially even the way this year has gone, you know, you can't write the scripts most of the time. Um, but that's where, you know, the real authentic stories come out of and the real if I can say diamonds and yeah. jewels and whatever. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Sure. I yeah. agree. Yeah, so, yeah, but I mean, how you been? How's the, how's post, well, I said post lockdown, but it might be going back into it. How was lockdown first? <laughs> I feel lockdown, like every <laughs> Maybe pre-lockdown, do you know what I mean? Like, we don't even know. Um, yeah. When it first started, I was absolutely freaking out. I was just like, I'm, I'm a control freak. So for me not to have any control over like what I can do externally, which means like that's not within myself, was just too much for me to handle at the time. And I really freaked out. Like I was definitely depressed for about a week and a half. Um, like so many of us, I can imagine. And I've spoken to so many people who've also been through the toughness of lockdown um it's something that we didn't think that we'd really have to experience in our lifetime we didn't ever really consider it so it's been very interesting i've learned a lot about myself throughout this time i think i've done a tremendous amount of growing 
um, just mentally, like physically, I've like gained weight. And like people were saying that, yeah, like it's bad. Like, oh no, I've gained so much quarantine weight. But I'm not gonna lie to you though. Like I do need to tone up at this point, yeah. But I was at a point where I was so skinny because I was so stressed. Like before all of this lockdown, I was in a really bad place. So um, it just gave me the opportunity to like, remind myself like what actually matters and like what's actually important to me and the things that I want to put out in the universe and walk back you know and just training myself mentally so with all the madnesses that's happened and all the lives that we've lost you know it's so unfortunate at the same time I'm grateful for for everything that has happened during this time good and bad because it's it's really changed it's, it's changed a lot for me it has it's good to see that you've taken some positive from this whole kind of strange kind of uh what do i would call this a crisis i pandemic. don't know what to call it but yeah <laughs> pandemic i don't know some people are saying pandemic but we're not going to get into the, all of those kind of things but did you pick up any new hobbies any new like interests doing this um nothing new nothing that like i didn't want to do before i kind of i revisited a lot of older things so i've been wanting to do a book club so i thought it was really important to start that off i will say that it's not the easiest thing to run because i've got so many other things to do but i have started a book club that's aimed towards uh celebrating black authors fiction and non-fiction at the moment, we've started with Akala's Natives, and we're going to move on to a guy called Robin Travis. He's a book called Prisoner to the Streets, and it's amazing. So that's going to be our second book. So, like, I've done things like that. I've, um, again, it's been a lot of internal work for me as well. A lot of conversations, like, just learning a lot, um, nurturing my relationships, my friendships, you know, just really things like that. And I'd say that is, like, the biggest thing for me i'm i'm really happy okay can anyone join this book club or is it like yeah <laughs> I'm okay so what is it like a dream thing yeah like <laughs> <laughs> i just started it okay so like there's no rules but in terms of people joining of course you can join it's called the little black book squad and Ooh. um check it out you know uh, and yeah, we just celebrate black authors. So whenever, and when we get the opportunity, we'll do Zoom, hopefully with like the author. If not, then we just chat mm. about it. You know what I mean? That's so, it. Because me, I need, I need encouragement to read. I feel like the last book I read was like, what, of Mice and Men, Lord of the Flies, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, eight or nine that was. <laughs> Terrible. I will say though, I'm not gonna lie, like Akala is amazing, but like you can't read natives for entertainment. Like it's not an entertaining book, like it's a heavy book, it's got a lot of factual information, and you feel like you're in school when you're reading that book. So when you read that, you just gotta be prepared. But I'm putting more like fiction books as well, but like in fiction there's a lot of truth. So yeah. you know, don't worry, I'll I'll keep you updated. Wow. Yeah, I might be joining that. <laughs> Ellie, you've been reading a new book as well recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been telling you and um, Renee, the other, <laughs> other host, uh, about the books I've been reading. I finally got around to reading um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, kind of the start of lockdown. Oh, I don't know if you've read that one. I haven't read it, but I've heard about it and I've been recommended it. Really Is good. it good? Really, very good. Like, in terms of like the groundwork of financial literacy, which I feel like, especially our community, talking about the black community, we really need. I think it's a good starting point um, to build off from. Um, I read a kind of accountancy book that kind of broke down all the, the myths of accountancy, because normally when you think about accountancy, it's like, oh, you know, if I ever get in a position where I have to, you know, um, manage my own money on a grander scale it's going to be complicated but that was really good it's actually not that complicated and i just finished a book recently um that i even plan to to give to shavian um when i next see him called the lean startup and that basically simplifies business down to the very if i can say if, sorry if i can say basic model 
um, of how startups work because even for me only like starting to get into like the creative space like just two years ago from the outside and sometimes things can seem a bit daunting um but it's that book is just amazing where it just breaks everything down so simply like everything just has a set formula to form a set formula to kind of follow obviously um there's uncertainty and all that stuff but it's a great book definitely would recommend that um uh, to anyone that's listening and also watching this and yourself too yeah what you said about um demystifying certain things in our community like we really weren't taught certain things that other communities were just taught like from young because they had that information you know Mm -hmm. so it's important to read these books and up your knowledge and pass it on to the other generations so yeah thank you for for recommending that yeah i see your uh Nah. Yes, darling. <laughs> this is where the conversation goes left. <laughs> I support United. I support Manchester oh. United. Oh. I wish I guess because I feel like I always know a United. <laughs> yeah. Can't this energy? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's a good thing. You shouldn't really be talking about that. But okay, <laughs> yeah, it's a little sign. I mean. I do support Liverpool. My oldest brother supports Liverpool. So in my family, we got Liverpool supporters, Arsenal supporters. And because I was born in South London, Crystal Palace supporters, just by default. But my oldest brother supports Liverpool in it, and that is my heart. So he's like, he's even the person that I first ever walked to. Do you know what I mean? He's the reason that I love Coca-Cola, even though it's poison, because he was holding a can of Coke as I was walking to him. That's why I walked to him. So because my big bro supports Liverpool, I support yeah. Liverpool. And you know what? I don't regret it. Wow. Actually, wow. I actually, I've never hated Liverpool. I'm an Arsenal fan myself. I've always admired Liverpool, if I'm being honest. This is not me kissing up, by the way. I'm just yeah. being honest. Though, you've admired Liverpool. You know, you've, had, you've had... No, no. They had, very, they had so many great players. Torres, Gerrard. You want to go back, you know, to the Dalglish days and stuff like that so i've always been you know, i never hated but, but you know yeah. i know the united I mean, fans really arsenal didn't want them to huh? you wouldn't hate because you are an arsenal fan man <laughs> they're, they're your aspirations i'll say little part your aspirations to be on the spot uh, Me, i don't think you could be talking that talk right now sir right now uh, right now, right now. <laughs> I'm not gonna we did we did we did we did but we did but it's still going in this past decade. We're still, in terms of trophies, we're still, we're still there. So. Decade, you know. I'll still yeah. I'll, Let's see I'll what happens in the next 10 years, isn't it? We'll we're, we're coming back. We're coming back. We're bouncing back. We'll try and find show and then that's it. Black excellence right there. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. But since Ferguson's left, you haven't been coming back. <laughs> Do you know I'm never gonna get into this football talk, especially with an Arsenal fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I put my hands up. We haven't been in a great place, but you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Do you not watch? Um, there's another podcast called Cheeky Sport. Do you watch that? Yes, yes. Okay. I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. That's oh my God. Yeah. Cheeky yeah. Sport, I'm a big fan. I love them, boys. And Chris, who's like one of my besties, he's got yeah. one. Um, called Football Fico as well. You should check it out because he's a huge Arsenal supporter. Makes me sick. Okay, I'll check that out. So you you hate Arsenal? No, it's him that he's very loud with it. Do you know (laughs) what I mean? If you watch Cheeky Sport, you would understand he's very loud with it. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just saying, no hating. Like, I appreciate what players from Arsenal have done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Especially Ian Wright. He came from like the Crystal Palace area too. So I think there can be a bit of appreciation there as well. I appreciate it. My mum supports Arsenal and my other brother. That's good. That's good. Wow. That's, that's so I know Shaden's <laughs> livid right now. Livid. Livid to the bone. I, you know, I just, I don't, you know, I don't mind humble Arsenal fans, but the Arsenal fans that like blow the trumpet when you guys haven't won anything or done anything substantial, like 
in years. It's just a yeah, bit I'm not mad for me, but here's what it is. Same old Arsenal. But yeah, well, I've got a number of questions for you, yeah? I've got a number of questions. No. But before we get into the deep, deep ones, I want to know about, <laughs> I want to know about you and training. How do you get into trainers? Now, wait, before I even get to that question, yeah? How did you pick up your off-white falls? Where did you grab it? <laughs> Who plugged you? Oh, yeah. Um, it's actually, it's bad because I'm wearing their top today, sneakers and stuff. Oh, wow. s and Yeah, they, that's my plug. They are amazing, an amazing company. They really support me. And I do my sneaker reviews in their shop now, whereas I used to do it in another shop before, so I do it. Shout out that other shop, by the way. It's all love. But, um, but yeah, I do have sneakers and stuff now. And I do a lot more shoots and stuff with them. So I really appreciate everything that they've done to help me, you know, throughout my sneaker career and addiction. Yeah. They're cool guys in that store. But I don't know. I never win on that app. I never win the raffles in that app. But it is what it is, man. It is what it is, Sorry. I guess. <laughs> have you picked up anything recently or what have you picked up in, in general doing this? whole lockdown kind of thing or is it being quiet um i was trying not to pick up loads of stuff because Where uh, you when's <laughs> my next paycheck coming in sir <laughs> mm. but um do you know what i've been so blessed during this quarantine like this is actually the busiest i've been which is weird that people are losing their job people are like struggling for work and i've been so busy doing stuff um so yeah, I mean, initially I was, like I said, I was having a freak out. I was like, I had like invoices coming in, but I was just like, right, like, what's, what's going on for the next stuff, you know? Um, so throughout this quarantine time, I obviously picked up the off-white Nike 4s, Jordan 4s. Uh, I picked up a couple of SB, you know, like the dunks, but not the yeah. dunks. I picked up the Brazil ones the red and white ones, and I've also got the Syracuse ones, the orange. Oh, wow. Orange and white. But I haven't, I haven't like taken really? in those ones. And, mm. and also I do a lot with Puma. So they've sent me quite a few things like their riders and their like mile riders and stuff as well. So yeah, I've, I've picked up some decent bits. I'm thinking about it now actually. Mm. And fair enough. That sounds good. Decent bits, you know, decent bits. More than decent, but... If anyone from Italy is listening in, I mean, (laughs) help your boy out. Help your boy out. We can see what we can do. See what we can work out. Did you you ask if if Shagan's a sneakerhead, sorry? Yeah, I did. did. You're you're looking at the man. Let me... Yeah, I I, I am. (laughs) You're looking at the man, <laughs> the myth, the legend. If you even look behind him, take a closer look. Take a closer look. That's probably just... One oh, oh, look. Yeah, I mean, this, again, I was trying not to spend, but I found my, myself spending a lot of money. Everything that I could win, I grabbed. Whoa, let me see. So this past weekend, I picked up the pro green, the dunks, you know, the green and white ones. Also managed to get a pair of the Michigans as well. So that's coming in soon. Actually, I did win that from SNS, which is funny. So yeah, yeah, no, big up SNS. Oh, so you I, did. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't know. No worries. No worries. I hate that. I've turned off my face and it still would just come through. Okay. Apple, yeah. Apple, everything is synchronized. But yeah, what else have I picked up? I picked up a uh, pair of the Jordan 13 Flints, picked up, uh, I just picked up these Limeade like Max the Ones, the London Max Ones, yeah, the Max One London, Amsterdam. Because you clearly have your access, <laughs> you clearly got the trainers that you want. <laughs> Are you I here complaining going on like you're struggling? I am struggling though. <laughs> I am struggling. I am struggling. I have to I have to slap. I have to slap. 
have to slap about 50 entries to get the win. Well, you got a few wins, didn't you? I do get, yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest, you can't win them all, but there's some shoes that I want that, you know. Yeah. It's a bit, it's a bit. Yeah, and the sneakers app doesn't help as well. After the year that, I, uh, yeah. Or StockX. Did you go on StockX? Run StockX. I am, I don't, I don't agree with StockX. You but don't agree with <laughs> That's a conversation yeah, for yeah, another yeah. day. <laughs> but yeah, wow. Okay, let me get into some of like my more deeper questions because you do quite a lot of bits and I know you touched up on it like a little earlier. You said that this has been pretty much one of your most busiest periods, this whole lockdown. So I just want to like kind of just ask you about how this lockdown has been for you as a person in like kind of the creative industry where you're kind of, your brand, the, your brand makes you money kind of thing. How yeah. has it been during this whole kind of um, um, crisis, yeah. pandemic, pandemic, whatever we're calling it? Yeah, I guess it's just inspired me to really dig deeper into what it is that I want to project out there. And I guess where I've changed is that it's inspired like me to have the conversations that I have when every day when I'm on the phone with my friends or I'm chilling out with my family or whatever it is. The, those conversations that I'm having, those deeper conversations about what it's like to be a black woman in this community, in this creative industry, like actually having it on the platforms, on a podcast, you know, I actually started, me and my friend Coco, we actually started our sneaker podcast, it's called Soul Intent Podcast, we started that, did we start it in lockdown? We actually started it in lockdown, but we had the idea from before lockdown. But because everything was like going on in lockdown, it was just a great opportunity to talk about so many deep things, like being a black woman in this industry or and just in this world, the relationship between black men and black women, um, how we've like grown up just as females and like the pressure that's been put on us and all of that deep stuff that I might talk about at home. I've now brought it like to a platform. It's inspired that. And like more so also on my like social media and stuff as well. And on mm. my that's the, like the biggest change, a hundred percent. Cool stuff. Cool stuff. I feel like we do have to delve into this whole um this whole this whole discussion on on black lives. I feel like this year has been a real eye-opener. And these are issues and these are struggles that we've all faced and these are all stuff that we've been through um in previous years but i feel like this year it was really highlighted and we really made we really made our voices kind of heard to an extent um i'd like to ask you about like being black in the actual creative industry i mean have you faced any challenges any difficulty um and if so what is it and how have you dealt with these situations yeah i've definitely felt these challenges I feel like nowadays it's more of these like microaggressions like I'll be on a shoot and like they might find something that I say funny like in the way that I say it and we know like if you're from a certain area and from a certain background you might say you know certain slang terms or just certain ways that you might deliver or saying you know and then like the whole crew would be laughing and like mocking it for like the whole day or the whole week and stuff like that, like little, that's not that little, but microaggressions like that. Um, for me, I think it's really interesting because as a light-skinned black woman, um, I might get that privilege where I will get the job. They want a black face, so they'll be like, oh, let's get Joella because they might not, I don't know what's in their head, innit? I don't know if they're like, she's light-skinned, I'm gonna get her. or or they're just, it's just subconscious. I don't know what their thought process is, but whatever it is, there's obviously a lot more lighter toned in the media than there are darker skin toned. So I might get that, that privilege, that light skin privilege, where it's like, oh, okay, I'm in the door. I, I've got a seat on that little table, but I'm still the only black person here. And mm. they're, they're definitely making sure that I know it, you know? 
Um, so little things like that. I keep on saying little things, but it's not little. Like it's actually big. But we've yeah. really been conditioned into feeling like, oh, it's just normal because we get it normal, yeah. every day. So these little things that aren't so little is just like normalized to us. So yeah, think things like that mostly, which make me feel uncomfortable. And like I remember before I even worked in the creative industry, I was in more of a corporate setting in a proper like nine to five job, like a proper proper job. And I used to feel that I had to speak a certain way. Like I never had my hair curly. This is before I even knew how to have my hair curly. You know, mm. I was nervous. Like I was trying to go natural and I was nervous to go to work with my hair curly because I just felt like, oh, everyone's going to say something or they're going to try and mm. touch my hair or something stupid like that. And like they would automatically assume that like, I'm quite like handsy when I talk. So you can't see it now, but right now I'm doing <laughs> You just can't see it. I've just always been that way. And so I'll be like that, but then I get a reaction where they're like, mm, girl, like that kind of thing. And I didn't do that. Oh, like, I might do that on the weekends, but I didn't do that here with oh. you today. So it's all those little like stereotypes that are super uncomfortable. And like, oh, Joella, you can say this because you're cool. It's like, no, you're saying that I can say this because I'm black. And because you think I'm cool because I'm black. Yeah, being black mm. is like it's, it's culture that's special mm. <laughs> and and all this stuff with it from what from how you're explaining it it seems like it's it was all or it was all or it is quite blatant not like kind of behind back doors or behind your back kind of yeah I've always felt like that like um, I'm sure, like, there were so many instances where I, like, peep certain ways that people interact with I'm, like, the only black person on set, or it might be me and, like, an Asian girl or Asian boy or, or one other black person in a group of, like, 15 mm. people. Um, I always peep, like, how sometimes people might not want to talk to me or know how to talk to me. That's the thing as well. Like, people get, like they get confused because I think they look at me and they think I'm going to be a certain way. And then they talk to me and they're like, oh, oh, okay. She's not, <laughs> she's not what I thought. I thought I'd be able to say certain things to her or be a certain kind of way. So I don't know. I don't like dwell on it. And yeah. I, I'm not going to say I don't care, but I, I try not to because really, it's really about how I feel about myself in it. And if you've got something to say, if you've got a problem with the way I look and my race, then we'll just have to address that if you ever feel that you're bad enough to come and say something. Straight up. Straight <laughs> up. <laughs> it's true, though. It's true. <laughs> I can't be bothered. One thing I would say is you just should never lessen your blackness whatever your blackness is because it comes in so many different shapes and forms and accents and attitudes just never lessen it because you don't you don't want to be seen as as that they're always just going to see you as black so embrace that shit yeah 100% 100% I totally agree and I just want to like going on from that leading on from that I want to ask, because obviously we've now seen a lot of brands now trying to take up the whole like movement and try and be in support of like black empowerment and, 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 and pushing black culture. Do you feel like these brands are being genuine or do you feel like they're just kind of just going with the wave is the thing to do? Let's now try and act to support because this is not a, a problem of now, this is a problem that has been going on. And it's just only now that we're starting to see like brands now trying to like be in support of, of, of black lives and and our struggles kind of thing. So do you feel like these brands are moving genuine or, they, or is it just like, kind of, let's just appease the people. Let's just, you know, it's the thing to do right now. I feel like some of them are genuine, some a very small amount, but I feel like if you weren't thinking about being diverse before all of this happened, then all of a sudden you feel like that's what you need to do. Like you knew what you were doing fam, when you looked around your boardroom and you saw one black, or not even a boardroom, your office and your head office and you saw one black person, like you knew that that was a bit weird. So I think a lot of them are just doing it because 
it's like a trend at the moment and they know that they're going to get called out if they don't. But I do feel like a small amount of people are genuine. Um, they, I mean, that's just me being like really optimistic. And the, even like some of the brands that I work with as well, like Puma, for example, they have consistently, from what I've witnessed, and if anyone knows anything different, then you let me know, but they've consistently supported the black community. I've always seen them do collaborations with and lines with other black people. When I started doing my sneaker reviews, they were the first people to want to work with me and pay me to actually do that. These times I had like zero views and zero recognition from it. So there are certain brands and then you get the other ones who will talk all the talk on social media, but you're actually still disrespecting and, and being like very inconsiderate within your own company. And you don't want to have these conversations within your own company. Those are the scary ones. I hear that. Mm. I hear that. But yeah, I'll let Ellie introduce the question. As he mentioned before, this is unscripted, so we don't know what topic we're talking about until the topic is actually is actually said. So without further ado, Ellie, what are we talking yeah. about today? What are we talking about today? <laughs> I think I think pro I think probably on this occasion you had an idea because I had to let Laura know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's kind of. Uh, still on the topic of uh, of fashion um, um, brands, and it's kind of actually a part two of an episode we did, I think, earlier this year. So even before this lockdown happened, um, on fashion trends and how it's been, you know, consumed uh, by the public, especially with uh, social media um, and all these different kind of pressures that we that we have in our society. Uh, and I think probably the best place to start is to see how, how how do you feel what's your stance on people um for those who are sneakerheads like us who know hype beasts or anyway people just in general who will go for things uh you know the classic saying you buy what you can't afford to, to impress people that you don't really like or you're not really getting something because you genuinely like it but it's probably so you can i don't know try and fit in or whatnot I think there's definitely layers to that answer and that question because you get your hype beasts, right? They come from every nationality, right? They, I don't, I can't speak for someone who's not in my own community. I, really and truly, I can only speak for myself, right? But I can speak about what I know. So you get your hype bees, and that is annoying, isn't it? Because obviously, Manaman wants to get the W. Manaman's just hitting L's because all these hype bees are taking all stuff. These people, like Supreme, could do. Yeah, like in it, Supreme could do a flipping collab. Who do they do a collab with? I can't remember exactly who it was. It was like. It was a rap group, like an old school rap group. Yeah. Wu Tang. I feel like I don't think it was Wu Tang. Have Have they done a, a collab with Wu Tang? I feel like they've done, mate. I'm trying to think. They did something with like Wu Tang. I think they did something with a tribe. Um, um, a tribe. Yeah, I can't remember, but yeah. I think they did one with a tribal quest because I love the charcoal quest. Anyway, they done it. I need to remember because I don't want to get it wrong. Yeah. And. Fam, I know there was a whole line of people waiting outside of this shop and there was this vlogger or whatever who was like asking people like, oh, like, do you know the songs? Like, what's your favorite tune and all of that? They didn't know what was happening. <laughs> they didn't know. This is a culture that we built. We have like, we've, it's annoying because the black community don't really profit from the culture that they have built, uphold. you can say built, yeah, yeah have yeah. built and upholded. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it's all mad, it's all mad. And so you would get these kids who get money from their mum and dad who don't know about your Raekwons and your Jay Dillers, and they're gonna go mm. and flip him buy it just because it's supreme, and then. They might even resell it and they're going to sell it to the same community that inspired mm. them to buy it in the first place. So, <laughs> can I swear? <laughs> 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 so, 
seriously, can I swear? <laughs> like, uh, we try, we try to keep it clean, but it's all uh, ex- express it's yourself. All We're frozen for a second. I'm not frozen, am I? I'm not frozen. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So it, it's it's all just annoying, and then I think about my own community, and I'm like, we. I feel I feel like we're doing it a lot more now, but I was watching a documentary about streetwear a couple months ago, and it was going through like your 80s and 90s fashion and mm. how. Um, like Dapper Dan came on the scene and Carl Kanai and that inspired like your, uh, what was Russell Simmons brand? Fat Farm. Fat Farm, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Baby Fat from, that's Kimorally Simmons and mm. Sean John and FUBU and all of these like. Yeah, listen, <laughs> I, honestly, I wish we still had these brands because they're, I was raised in Brooklyn from when I was a kid, from when I was five to about 13. Oh, so yeah. all of those, like... Oh, Brooklyn, America? Girls, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I went, like, elementary school there. I went junior high school then, and I came back. So I didn't know oh, cool. England. Like, I went there when I was five. So I had a full-blown Brooklyn accent. I'm a lot older than 13 now. So, and I was born here. So, you know, I've got my accent back. But... No, I didn't know anything about England. I knew Brooklyn. I knew New York, you know? So <laughs> I remember when, like, we had all those Black-owned brands. They were, they were so aspirational. But mm. they flopped because, eventually they flopped, because people still wanted your Ralph Lorenz and your Gucci and your Louis Vuittons, because that was the image of what wealth was, you know? Mm. We've always, as a community, like, looked up to our oppressors as the epitome of wealth and happiness. Like, in that polo flipping advert, you don't see black people. You've got white people, and they look mad happy, and they're riding horses and shit. You know, so we're just like, oh, we want to emulate that because that looks like that's success rather than actually like supporting the FUBU and Carl Kanai and Dapper Dan. Like they, they actually raided Dapper Dan's shop. I mean, what he was doing was mad, but don't get it twisted. Like it was, it was innovative and it's what they're doing today, what he was doing back then. But he got in trouble for that. He got raided and shut down and stuff. So yeah, that in a, that was a very long answer to a layered question. <laughs> that is how I feel <laughs> about fashion and consumerism today. We need to have our own stuff and push our own stuff. And I'm, I'm not saying don't support that other stuff, but if they're not riding for you and if they're not showing you that they support your community, then what are we wearing that for, please? Yeah. And mm. I, I think like a, probably a more modern example of that, I don't know if you know, or I'm sure probably you guys do know, is uh, when um, this whole thing happened uh, where Jay Huss unveiled that, you know, the, the clothing that he was wearing was actually designed, made by him. And then people just started, just backed off it. Um, and I don't normally really agree with Zizi Mills, that's a whole nother topic. But she did say something interesting about how, like, you know, we don't really support our own, especially in that context, or our friends or whatever. You know, it's just mainly just going for the trend. And yeah, but definitely in regards to what you said in that context. A hundred percent. And I love that what he brought out. I wish he didn't bring it out in quarantine isolation times. But they, it got sold out though, didn't it? It was all sold out. Mm, I want to know who... It did all sell out, yeah. It did all yeah, sell I want to know who was buying it. Because then was it the same, you know, I mean... <laughs> little kids who got it from mummy and daddy and stuff but oh I love those designs I think I thought that was amazing when I seen that I love Jay Huss anyway like I rate his music his latest album masterpiece like don't get me mad and so the fact that he did that I really really rate it um and yeah I agree with you I think a lot of people don't want to see their people in their own community win they don't want to see it because it holds a mirror to yourself and you look at yourself like, oh, like, 
they're basically a reflection of what you could have been, especially if you come from the same kind of place. Well, in England, which is this small island, so we know, like, we know when someone says, oh, I was raised in East, or I was raised in South, and certain areas, like, you know what this person has gone through. We, we understand the life, we've all lived it, or we've witnessed it, at least. So yeah. to see someone like that come up, you know, doing music to a point where you can't deny it. Cool, they're gonna jump on that. Oh, he's doing music now, like, and, and he's sick at it. And all these other big platforms are rating it, so fine, we can't deny it. And then, oh, he's gonna do music, he's gonna do clothing. Shizer, that's just another thing, you know, that I, I could look at and be like, oh, I could do that, but I haven't done it. So you're not going to mm. support it because it makes yourself feel better when you don't support it. But really, it makes yourself feel worse because you're just hating. Yeah, I feel like that's a very relevant point. And that's important, important for us to actually like, look into and actually assess ourselves as well. Because even what you were saying before in terms of like black, um, black brands and stuff like that, it's funny how they have a buzz and then it just always disappears. like the same trend all the time. But we're so quick to go and support all these other big fashion houses and all of these that these guys that could care less about us. It's, yep. it's crazy. Yeah, Very 100%. Crazy. it's because those big fashion brands, they have that legacy in it associated with them. They've been around for donkeys. So, yeah. you know, because of that, people want to be a part of that. They feel like if they wear that clothing, then they also represent that same thing. But... To me, it's just, again, I'm, I'm not cussing anyone that wears whatever they, it is that they mm -hmm, want to yeah. wear. I just feel like we should just be a bit smarter about what we invest our money in. And to go back to the point about the black brands disappearing, it's because back in the days, they were relying on department stores mm -hmm. to put the clothes in. And these department stores, again, are owned by people that don't look like us and mm -hmm. don't understand. So if they see one... Carl Kanai, they're not going to want to put uh, Sean John on the same, in this, they, if this is black fashion to them. Do you know, this is street fashion. This is, I think they actually called it like gang fashion or something initially before wow. it was streetwear. Yeah. So they're like, oh, which one's the one hot one? Let's do that because we can't have more than one. That's crazy. So what's the one? And then a new one's coming, let's do this other new one. And then you're competing with each other when really we should be collaborating or creating our own department stores. But obviously that's money, in it? Yeah, I mean, even like, even like you mentioned even streetwear as well. Like the whole term streetwear is like, I feel like even in the last couple of years it's kind of been rebranded and, re and changed. Like back in the day, I used to think of streetwear as like, like, well, what they said was streetwear was like, oh, yeah, tracky bottoms, you know, MX95s, that kind of stuff, what you would wear on the streets. But now I'm hearing, like, Supreme and all of these brands are streetwear, all these kind of... It, it's, it's just very funny. It's very funny because, like, when it was our culture, like, it was, it was seen as a bad thing, as a negative thing, or something to stereotype us and all this kind of thing. But now it's, now it's kind of more... Um, they're trying to change the definition of it and kind of broaden it so that it's more inclusive. And so it's strange, man. It's weird. It's weird. And then we don't get a look in. Like, yeah. that. And then, like, you get things like when Kim Kardashian has her hair in, in cane rows, people are, like, cussing Kim Kardashian because she's wearing cane rows and it's appropriation. I wouldn't even cuss Kim Kardashian for something like that. I would cuss yeah. the media outlets who choose mm -hmm. to ignore that... We all know where it's come from, innit? You choose to ignore it. <laughs> You're the one saying, Kim has this brand new hairstyle that no one's ever seen. We know mm. you've seen that. <laughs> I'm not even blaming someone like Kim. Kim clearly appreciates the culture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, true, it's true, though. It's true, though. That's what I always say as well. Like, we need to actually start getting onto these media outlets because I feel like they've got so much power and they exploit it. They exploit it, and no one ever kind of gives them a look in. It's always like the other person on the other end. So, boy, if yeah. I get into this conversation about the media, boy, we'll be here all day, all day. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's true what you guys said. I mean, for me personally, um, like just after, well, 
from when I got to college and like obviously you're at the point where you're not wearing school uniform and stuff, then I started to really appreciate fashion and it was always, if not, yeah, predominantly always a thing of art. You know what are people are talking about. You know they're talking about North Face. They're talking about Jordans or whatnot. But I think in the last, I'd say, mainly like two years, my mindset, my mindset, sorry, um, has shifted a lot in terms of like, I don't know, probably taking if I can say a mature stance to kind of say, well, if a brand looks good, um, especially if it has like the right values and stuff. Why not wear it? I mean, even if you think about all these other kind of, um, uh, as you guys have been talking about, streetwear brands and stuff like that, even from the beginning, um, they weren't anything anyway. You know, they had to obviously build a kind of reputation and a brand and stuff like that. So, I mean, I've just taken the stance of if it looks good, why not wear it? It really, yeah. like... I think slowly we can't even get to that point too because it's on to see, you know, different kind of things pop up. Um, but as Shagan said, it would be good if like they kind of stayed like for the long run. But um, I think probably as a culture, we might be seeing that as well. Mm. I think, yeah, it's about us just supporting each other a lot more for them to stay and for them to gain the capital to be able to stay and embracing each other really and collaborating for real for real mm. i mean for me as well like i'm happy like in a sense that there's a lot more kind of like black designers and like kind of like people in like the whole kind of fashion and like clothing and um, footwear industries like to name a few virgil has a lot of people want to slate him he has done a lot for the community um sam ross who's who is from the uk as well i rate him i rate him highly because he, he's done a lot as well and he continues Don't to forget kanye. <laughs> kanye as well kanye kanye's born a lot of people as well i'm just happy that there's actually people within the industry that can give like a representation of our culture and like can actually kind of display it the way we would like our voice to be heard and if you get what i'm saying yeah and we've got social media now as well, don't we? Where I think it's a lot easier to see these brands and promote these brands and find the brands. And it's a, it's a lot easier for the brands themselves to have platforms and to promote themselves. So I guess we're getting better. It's just, it's tough, isn't it? But, but we're getting there. Yeah, we, we, we are getting there, making progress. Slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. <laughs> we just got to keep our eyes on the prize. And also, like, continue to have these sort of conversations and call people out for their rubbish behaviour. Yeah. yeah. I think probably a good example, at least from recent memory I can think of, um, from UK street fashion culture, is obviously Trapstar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but we obviously want to see more of that because there's so much more that we have to give so much more we have to give yeah I was actually I don't know if you guys know MDV Manet Devoir oh yeah of course yeah 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 so I saw something on Insta as well this week as well and um, the guy that runs it he's a a black guy as well Reese Wabra and um yeah, he's. He, I feel like they said that his business is now valued at a couple millions as well. He's last like um, moved into like a new kind of studio, like just big things going for him as well. And up and coming brand, I think you guys should check it out definitely, man. I feel like I've seen it. You probably have. You would see like when you when you like check it, you would you'll definitely know where it is. What's it called again? MDV or Manet de Voix. Yeah, I feel like I've definitely seen that on my Instagram. But I'll, I'll look into it even more. Good to know who it's owned by, for sure. Yeah. That is, it's kind of high fashion, isn't it? So it's kind of like, it makes quality stuff that kind of have that high fashion kind of appearance, but kind of at still affordable prices. So not yeah. just like... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've definitely, definitely yeah. seen this. A hundred percent. Everyone had an MDV tracksuit. Everyone. Amazing. I love it. I love it. And um, since we're shouting out brands, uh, one of my besties owns a brand called Dalmay. 
which originated in France, her and her brother, both is black owned. And, um, and now she's got one in London as well. So it's a banging. That sounds familiar. Wait, how do you spell it? Is, that D, is it D-A? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've seen, I think I've seen, I think I've seen it around. Wow. Like, like oh, actually, stuff. no, I do. It's, it's, yeah. based in, it's based in Shoreditch, no? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. So, yeah, that's that's so uh, uh, coincidental because we were even thinking um, even before before this whole like pandemic stuff to kind of have um, a kind of live live set uh, podcast with people coming to the shop as well. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've seen her. Thierry even came into that shop at some point. Oh my God, don't crack me up because let me tell <laughs> you, you are going to cuss me. You're both actually going to cuss me, right? So, uh, I can tell it's not going to end right. So You're not going to uh, appreciate this story, but I have to tell you just because you mentioned that, yeah? Rinse, my radio, where I do radio every Wednesday, is was actually right next to that shop. So that's how me and Cindy's her name, how we became like really close. That's my sister. So you know the rapper Merxton? Yeah. So he was on my show that day, yeah. Me and Merxton chatting, chatting, chatting. We leave the place, we go into Cindy's shop, because that's just what I do after my show. I'm in Cindy's shop for way longer than I ever want to be. So we go in and I see this man, right? I see the no, back of this tall no, man. No, 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 no. And king. then I think, I think, oh. <laughs> I was like, he looks cute, but I didn't see his face, yeah? He's just, he's tall. And like, he just had a nice body shape. So I'm like, oh. <laughs> but I didn't want Merkson to think I was being thirsty, innit? Like, I didn't want him. I'm talking to another man. I'm not trying to like, look at this man, like, you know. I just thought, let me not, let me not look thirsty, even though he looked really good looking from behind. Let me just concentrate on this conversation. So I was really just concentrating. Fully not looking, she takes the picture. That same no. picture that you saw. Yeah, she takes the no, picture. No. He leaves. She goes, Bip. excuse me. <laughs> that was Tyrion me and Merkson went mad because Merkson actually supports Arsenal. So I'm wow. throwing his whole situation up wow. right now. He's going to hate me if he ever sees this. Wow. But it was, it was a terrible, terrible moment in both of our lives. Like, because wow. he's, he's a French brand, he's French, he recognises the brand from back in France, back in Paris. Um, so yeah, he said he came by to like buy some stuff. So he bought, I think he bought a Vegeta uh, basketball jersey. Wow, you had an opportunity to interact the with king. the king, I the know. great one, Thierry Henry, and well, I, yeah, I'm speechless. And now that I do more football stuff, and I'm more like I've always loved football, yeah. But it's just a madness keeping up with it, or at least I thought it was like BT Sport. Amazon Prime Video Sport, Sky Sports. That's just loads of extra money that I have to be paying out of my bank account. So I just wasn't appreciative of that. And so I didn't keep up with it. But now, like, cause I do a lot with football, I proper keep up with it, innit? And I, oh, I just love watching it. So it's even worse now that I know, I know more, I've done a bit more research and then I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, even if you don't care about football, you know, who, you know who he is. Same way you know about Wrighty and the same way you know about David Beckham. Yeah. That's just mad. I, I, I'm speech. I'm honestly speechless. I'm but sorry. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. I, I, I'm, I'm guessing you'll probably have another opportunity someday. Yeah, I like that. Mm. We'll meet again. Yeah. We'll meet again and I'll tell him about that day. He probably thought I was being stush. I wasn't even being stush. <laughs> that's unbelievable so you didn't even see his face i didn't see his face i just saw his back and i thought oh, cute <laughs> i knew there was something about him and it was definitely on me that's mad that's that's actually crazy wow. 
Damn, man. I know. <laughs> Crazy. And how did Merck think? Like, he, must have, he must have went mad as well, to be honest. Probably yeah. more. He was upset. Like, I feel like we both wish that she never told us that that was Henri. Yeah, I really wish I wasn't in the shop. I wish I wasn't even yeah. in the shop. Yeah. Like, he supports Arsenal. He loves that man. So, you know, it's worse for him as well. Yeah. He should have known from the back who it was. He should have known. Yeah, I would have known, man. I think I feel like <laughs> you have a hat on as well, though. Okay, maybe yeah, that's different. That's different. Yeah, does I that make you feel better? A bit. Even if yeah. I feel the head, I know that this is Henri, man. That's Henri's head, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but he's a lot taller than I thought he would be. Did you not know he was kind of tall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like six two, six two, six three. Yeah. Yeah. Does that does that make you feel a bit better that he feels worse? <laughs> no, it actually doesn't. I wish it did, but it really doesn't. <laughs> uh, um, you can play fantasy football. Do you I have don't know. Ah, uh, yeah. It's a it's a bit late now. Well, it's not late, but game week three. I mean, like most of the leagues, like most. People's leagues have started already. It's not. You could join. You could. Still early days. Still early days. But you have a lot of catching up to do. Oh, uh, it's just been like a week and a half. I don't think it's too late. It's two, second game week. There's people on like 200 points. Like it's it's mad. 200. Yes. Yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> I need to get involved. Yeah. Um, one thing I do um, want to touch on, guys. What do you think about like the myth of someone in the public eye can pull off a certain outfit, but if you talk to your mate or something, I talk to my missus and I say, All right, "Listen, I'm gonna," because I've got like a, um, uh, I forgot the name. It's not a top hat, but um, I think it starts with a B. I forget. Beret. Yes, a beret. Yes. So I have that and I wear it really, I really wear it. Um, but whenever I like speak up and say I'm gonna gonna put it on, it's a problem. But the thing is, <laughs> it's funny because people from the outside normally like they kind of give you props and whatnot. But sometimes you find that the people that you know, not because they spite you, but like <laughs> they they actually see other people pull it off. But for some reason, you can't do it. What do you guys think about that myth? <laughs> I feel like I can pull off anything. <laughs> I wear anything. <laughs> no, do you know what? Yeah, I feel like it just depends. If you know, if you feel like you look good in it, and you know you look good in it, then just wear it. As long as it makes sense. As long as, as long as it makes sense, you should still consider other opinions, other people's opinions. Because I don't know, some people, some fits that I see on some people, I'm just like, bro, sis, what are you doing? Nobody spoke to you. Nobody, talk, no one gave you a heads up that this is not, this ain't it. <laughs> but nah, if you're confident and you like it, wear your brain, man. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, I think it just comes down to your own self-esteem. Like, I feel like you should not give a damn about anyone's opinions about what you're wearing or how you look. Like, even if everyone thinks it's crazy that you got that outfit on like unless there's not a toe hanging out where it shouldn't be hanging out or a nipple hanging out where it shouldn't be hanging out i really don't feel like it really should be an issue like wear whatever you want to wear but i think it's because you know like celebrities they get away with wearing a lot of things because they wear a lot of performance outfits in it so what you're going to wear on stage is not necessarily what you're going to wear on the street like i'm not Riri could wear a plastic bag on stage and make it fashion. <laughs> I personally, I feel like I'm with you, Shay. I could wear whatever I want to wear. Like, can't tell me nothing. I'm going to make that look good, yeah? So I feel like I could wear a black plastic bag on the street and make it look good. But then at the same time, it's like, that's performance fashion, isn't it? Like, that's mm -hmm. a performance outfit. Like, babes, you might just be doing a little bit too much. Mm -hmm. But in terms of your beret, you wear that beret and you wear it. Real. Oh, I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's weird. It's a very weird thing. But even touching on to what you're saying, though, 
Um, I don't know if you watch much basketball, but especially in basketball, the way that the players come into the arenas, you know, sometimes, I don't know if you know about the basketball player, Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. I, I was yeah. just about to say, because even if you don't watch basketball, if you're into fashion, you know about Russell Westbrook because he really becomes... This guy great. is audacious. <laughs> like, the stuff that he wears is like, bruh. Crazy, yeah. He actually doesn't care. No filter, man. He'll wear whatever he wants. Yeah, I love it. I feel like we need some imagery right now as well so we can comment on it. You should get some fits up. <laughs> yeah. Let me, yeah, let me please. You know, that's one thing I do is I wish like the Premier League, yeah, or like just football in general just more open and like just kind of just showed a lot more about, like, gave us more access to, like, players, man. That's why I do, I'm a big fan of this. Have you watched this Spurs um, documentary? What, this, All or Nothing? All or Nothing. You know what? I have not watched it, but everyone's, I'm going to watch it. And now that you mentioned it, I have to absolutely. Yeah, man. It's, I was a bit reluctant as well. I'm like, what, what am I doing watching a Spurs documentary? Like, what is this going to do for me? But it gives you a lot of insight into, like, how football clubs are run. It talks about literally every single thing. It's, like it's, it's very, very cool, man. Say that again? I say football's like EastEnders, isn't it? Yeah, do you watch EastEnders as well? I used to back in the day, but okay. I'm saying it's because of the drama. A lot of drama. A yes, honey. We love to It's the cut-up top for me that shows off the cleavage. That's, that's the bit for me. <laughs> I love it. Let's go to this one. Yes. Unbelievable. You know what it is, yeah? <laughs> it's actually unbelievable. And it's so tall as well. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> I proper love it. I proper love it. What are we waiting this out of ten? That outfit there. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to rate that one about a five. But yeah. I would say four. But the confidence to wear yeah, that. Confidence. The confidence is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but most is- things, I, I don't mind it. Like. I don't mind a lot. And to be honest, <laughs> like the pieces separately are actually really quite nice. Mm. What I want to know is, I want to know, did he buy the top like that or did he cut it up? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I think he bought it like that. I feel like that would affect my rating. I think that, that top was probably more than my rent and he bought it like <laughs> <laughs> But can you imagine like walking down like London or probably even going to like an event and just seeing someone wearing a top like this? That's crazy. Crazy. I, couldn't, I couldn't imagine it. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine that. Okay. I couldn't. Have you not gone to Shoreditch on a Saturday night? But this this is even like too this. much for Shoreditch. Yeah. I, I you wouldn't even see this in Shoreditch also. Like this <laughs> is I don't know. <laughs> You know what? I'm not gonna lie. The more I look at it, the more I kind of like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is one. So what? If Thierry Henry was wearing this, boy. That's good. <laughs> it's a bit spicy. Wearing... Oh. oh no, this is this is this is mad. Like this is just no, yeah, this okay. is just. This, this one is mad. Yeah, this one. I don't know about this. This one. <laughs> This one's actually too much. Horrible. This one is actually horrible. I hate it. I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't get. It. <laughs> it's just the more I try to understand it, I just don't. I... With the, it's whole, It's all bad. It's all bad. It's the no sleeves. <laughs> yeah. The harem trousers. Your MC Hammer flex. Like how it's way yeah. high. How they come up like by the calves, and then your trainers are—they're just a bit too high for. It's Long all just. Well. I feel like that is the outfit is a contradiction, man. Because I swear, <laughs> like, like those kind of pants are meant to be baggy, like kind of baggy, but they're slim fit. But then they're also like three quarter lengths, so it's just a bit mad. <laughs> It looks like his argue his outfits arguing with each other. Like, yeah, for um, real. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Rude. Oh, God, let's more. get one more. But we love the confidence. We love the confidence. You can't be upset. 
Whoa. You got, yeah, to run, I rate the oh, coffee. Okay. This is James Harden. Oh, this is this this this, this, this is just nuts. It's James. <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, like the top half of the outfit. Mm, come, but then those cycle shorts. I don't know. I don't know what they are, and they're leather as well. Are they supposed? Are they tight? Are they supposed to be tight, or is it just? That's what they're I don't. Tight, get. tight. Are they? They're not tight like cycle shorts, are they? It looks like they are. Well, from here it looks like that. It looks like it. It definitely does. And then it's the long, it's the, it's the long socks that does it for me. The long socks is just, I don't know. I don't get that. And the shoes. And the shoes as well. <laughs> like, it's not pants. <laughs> yeah, nah, this is. This is I don't think. I don't think even on catwalks you would be able to get away with this. I mean, I don't know. If... Now you probably will do. There's some mad stuff on 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 the runway, man. You see all kinds of mad stuff. What is that on his head as well? Is that a helmet? Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't even deep that. Yeah, it's a helmet. helmet. That's actually a helmet. <laughs> at the bottom, okay, yeah. at the bottom feet bit, it looks like he's doing up. He's going Rock Nation brunch, yeah. And then at the top, <laughs> I'm very confused. Like, it looks like he's part of what? What's those um? Those motorcycle gangs, what are they? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, biker gangs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it looks like that. And then the, <laughs> the shorts, I'm not even mad at the shorts. If they're like, if they fit like cycling shorts, I don't really like them. But if there's a little bit of a loose action to them, then I actually quite like them. Mm, I just don't know. The shorts just look, I don't know what, I'm, I'm trying to understand what material that is. If it's leather, then I don't know. It's shining. It's shining. It's shiny, so I'm thinking, bro. It's <laughs> all mad. But yeah, you have to rate their confidence. Yeah. I mean, that's, got... what, that's, what, that's, what, that's what took them to, to the big leagues, so as always. True. They believed in themselves. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you, it's, it's, you got to appreciate fashion as well. People express themselves differently. So. Different ways. Mm, that's true. We'll Very that. different ways, but... <laughs> <laughs> Man, unbelievable. Just looking at those fits, I mean, you, you can't imagine anyone wearing that. Like, you just can't. Even if you try, you just can't. Ellie, I'll well, say, I, 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 say, say personally, I can't. I say you style it with the beret, man. <laughs> I'm not doing that, bro. If I have pictures, I'll show you. Let's see yeah, it, man. I'll show you, man. <laughs> I, 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 do the, I do the beret with the... Um, the long, the long jacket, the long black jacket. Jeez. You already see it. Dude, like MJ that. Flex, yeah? <laughs> MJ. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Oh, my days. <laughs> uh, yeah. Joella, it's been amazing. It's been amazing having you on. Um, hopefully, we can see each other in person one day. Or if you don't enter another lockdown, um, keep doing your thing. We love to see a black queen like yourself ascending the ranks. And thank you for coming on. Ellie, do you have anything you want to say as well? No, just awesome, man. I expected it to be amazing, but even better than it, it even turned out to be. Um, yeah. yeah, definitely. I hope, hopefully, sooner, well, hopefully, sooner, to see what Boris Johnson says. Uh, to have you in the studio. Um, chop up some other topics and stuff, but yeah, much appreciated. Gonna look at that book club definitely as well. Yeah, hundred well, percent. Thank you guys so much for having me, and yeah, like hopefully I see you guys in person soon. Not even hopefully we will see each other in person. Yeah. Um, and there's so many more, so many more. That's terrible grammar. So much more <laughs> to touch on. So <laughs> hit me up. We got loads to talk about, and I appreciate you inviting me on the show. Thank you so much. 